0: Truthfully, what happens is, as children grow up, we start to educate them progressively from the waist up. And then we focus on their heads, and slightly to one side. I think of the old days, you were better off. Because nowadays, they're all specialists. Everyone's becoming better and better. And less and less. And eventually, someone's going to be superb. Like nothing. A-B-A-B. Our education system has mined our minds in the way that we've strip mined
1: the earth for a particular commodity and for the future it won't serve us. We have to rethink the fundamental principles on which we're educating our children. We're not here to tell everybody that they're wrong and we're right. We're not saying that we have all the answers but um, we'd like to present a different way of looking at it.
0: Hello, listeners, and welcome to episode 46 with myself, uh, Chris J. Bradshaw, and a um, uh, special guest, although maybe not so special now. You've had a couple, so i call you a guest. You're um, so lucky. Yes. Well, the research is like you. Um, yes, uh, episode 46, and um, Alex, we're doing a, a few uh, podcasts around how ignorant you are, and not, of course, just yourself, um, the world as a whole, and misconceptions, and all this kind of... Um, well, it's very hard to find the truth nowadays, isn't it? And uh, we see one thing that says maybe coffee's good for your health, and another thing we read, coffee's um, bad for your health. And it was all, all these kind of things, just an example. But the point is, what we're doing is we're framing this around the website, uh, gapminder.org, listeners. It's a website that uh, preaches um, trying to find the truth, so to speak, uh, from fact-based evidence. And what it's done is it seems to have linked up the 17 United Nations Sustainable Goals Uh, for a better world in the future hopefully as soon as possible because things are a little bit out of sync aren't they at the moment and uh, a few podcasts we take a topic each time around one of these goals and we answer the six questions of which there are three potential answers and we talk about it and so uh, today's topic revolves around what so it's all to do with good health and well being Right, which is um, a nice topic, a nice topic. What I would also wanted to say here, uh, because we're thinking, uh, talking about this, don't we, Alex, Alex, is to those listeners out there now who are thinking, what are these pair of idiots doing, (laughs) discussing these far-reaching worldviews, and whether, you know, we don't say United Nations to make us special in any ways, uh, in fact, quite from it. We're just using this as a platform for thinking.
1: Correct, yes. I mean, the website, it seems really quite, it seems really good so far I mean there's a lot of there's certainly some topics and some questions where we've been a bit oh, okay mm. they've mm. interesting choice of words or yes yeah you know, but the key thing is there are common misconceptions and certainly topics that we just don't think about I mean certainly some of these questions I've never thought about in my life
0: yeah yeah and it's so if you're a teacher uh, or you're just interested Um, in listening uh, to China Jedi, which I, of course, hope hope you are, uh, or you just want a little bit of fun, then stay with us uh, for the next 20 minutes uh, to 30 minutes, wherever you may be in the world so um also i guess in terms of facts you have to question everything and uh a lot of these um a the lot of evidence that we're getting for these questions uh do come from specific countries that obviously offer up their data yeah. and you then have to ask the questions don't you well are those countries offering up the same
1: data so we're tying it on perfectly with the last of like oh that are you talking about sort the u.s the- elections are you <laughs> oh the data's coming out right, okay.
0: Not that okay, hard. We're not gonna have, we're we're gonna gonna not have those Absolutely conversations not. again. But
1: yes. um so uh, so um, so we sort of bring back onto the last episode. The um, uh, we sort of stopped recording when we started looking through that last question in more depth and we <laughs> had a really interesting question. Mm-hmm. Um, can you trust the data? And there was mm-hmm. a question that was on the actual website afterwards and naturally it would say yes you know we can trust the data etc however we immediately afterwards we started talking about it and we are saying essentially it's saying of course we can trust those millions of thousands of people who are in this big network collecting all this data from every different country etc and just mm. it's such a massive thing and yeah as, as we know mainst- there's that whole mainstream media factor there's so many to, you know you've got to take everything with a pinch of salt
0: a, and a big lot of Himalayan pink salt, I have to say, because I like that. Uh, but, but,
1: but I would say, don't
0: take this as fact at all, even though we are giving you facts. Um, and, and so, I mean, as many people say, Alex, do your own research. And, and, and really, this is not what we're putting this show out there for. It's just a bit of discussion. Flick some switches that may not be switched on at the moment in your heads mm, of interest. Um, whatever you think of the United Nations, these sustainable, 17 sustainable goals, if you haven't seen them, check them out because they are quite interesting and we've been looking I've been talking Alex as well about how maybe we can feed them into our students and things like that through um, the yes. you know outside of the curriculum programs and just mm. a kind of a face of real world stuff that's
1: going on so absolutely and this one I, I'm, I'm personally invested in this in this, uh, this goal so good health and well being yes question so what happened to the global suicide rate in the last 20 years mm. so
0: global suicide rate what happened to it
1: So, has it decreased about 25%? I hope it's died a bit. Has it stayed the same, or has it increased by 25%?
0: Wow, that's interesting.
1: So, has it increased by 25%, decreased, or stayed the same?
0: Okay, can I just say, knowing our Gapminder this
1: website. (laughs) You know them personally do you? (laughs) No but I'm starting to know the idea behind it I get a feeling for
0: it and it really is about misconceptions and showing the world to be better than we actually feel it is and there's a point in that Mm. if there's truth in it and again we've already talked about what is the truth what is the fact and so what I'm going to say here is my misconception and my ignorance clearly gap minder are going to find this gap in my um, understanding of the world is that I think suicide rates have gone up. The reason I would say they've gone up Mm. is because I think life today, in a way, is a lot more stressful. We have, even go go to children now in high school, uh, teenage suicide rates, (laughs) and I might be ignorant to this, but have gone up a hell of a lot since the the, uh, social media influx, Mm. um, where you get people liking your photos instead of a few friends.
1: It's now millions. Uh, Um, And so this is why I think this is even in education. I mean, nowadays, mental certainly. If we think about, I can only speak. I can only speak of my experience as uh, teaching teaching in England. But because of the yeah. uh, Key Stage Two SATs and obviously the new GCSE, the new, the new schemes of work that were introduced, um, mental health within children was sort of the the age was becoming lower and lower and actually entering primary schools. Uh-huh. Students from primary school are starting to experience mental health issues. So, anyway, mm. back to the, back to the main question mm. now. So, suicide deaths have they gone up or down or whatever? So, what's the again? So, in the last twenty in the last twenty years, mm. has it increased by twenty five percent? Gosh, mm. decreased by twenty five percent or mm. stayed the same? I. It's a lot, isn't it? Twenty five percent. I. So I'm. I think we both know it's gonna be staying the, the same, isn't it? Or no. gone down. I think we both I think we both know it's gonna go down yeah. because of the nature of this website. The bit I'm gonna question is when it says rate. When it says rate, what is it comparing? Because is it the number of deaths per birth? Is it the number of deaths compared to the population of the world? When they say rate I'm sure it'd be how many people are committing suicide. It's, well, how many people are committing suicide each year uh, is it yeah. that number, yeah. but the other thing as well, like we've got to think about as the population increases, um, there's lots of factors to bear in mind. All right, well, let's, let's so see. That's, I, that's I reckon the... it's going up by 25% because so i think just it's morbid. Do it, you yeah. think it's increased? Yeah. I think it's decreased. Yeah. So, yeah. let's find out. So it had decreased. Yeah,
0: well, we know it's fudgy,
1: fudginess. Go so, on, and give me the misconception. Everyone so thinks the world. Seventy-four percent of the people. Seventy-four percent of the people who've done the survey got that wrong. Seventy-four. Right. Okay. Most have the impression that suicides are becoming more common in the world, as we know. Um, it's in. It's certainly interesting because yeah, there's so much. There's so many factors behind it. More and more more, more and more people nowadays talk about mental health, yeah. uh, which is great. You know, it's helps. Um, Uh, Helps towards uh, you know we've made great steps to remove the stigma around it and also increasing the awareness around it. Mm -hmm. Um, Here's a here's a really interesting fact that I happen to know, a classic one to do with mental health. Yeah. Did you know that in 2019, so only last year, was transgender considered not a mental health issue? Really? By the UN, sorry, Mm -hmm. no World Health Organization. Last year, was it then sort of by the World Health Organization to say, yes, transgender is no longer a mental health dis- mental health disorder? Interesting. Yeah, I didn't know that. You I, d- I didn't know it either until just sort of like doing CPD back in the UK. Huh. So it's crazy just to think... Yeah. there's There are, you know, it's becoming more and more aware, but we think about any of these sorts of issues, I mean certainly certainly I think about sort of some of the stuff we've talked about you know certainly maybe in the western world we wear our emotions on our chest yeah maybe here in sort of uh, in the east you know in China and certainly from one, one of the conversations we've had um, maybe in the office you know where we're saying you know emotions are always kept back yeah they're always a lot more reserved but they're always presenting themselves very happy and very yeah very pleasant very cheerful yeah so it's yeah um, so how have they changed? They've got work, They've got better, then, yeah. So it's gotten better. It's decreased by twenty-five percent. Okay. So I was right. Yeah. You were wrong. Well, not, to, not to rub it in. <laughs> no, well, no, rub it in all you like. Um, it just, uh, it, but
0: that's an interesting one. And um, yeah, well, let's move on then. So suicide rates have gone down,
1: um, which is marvellous, isn't it? So there you go. Okay. Low-income countries of today had a life expectancy of 44 years back in 1970. Right. What is it now? So 1970, it was around early 40s. Yeah. So 44. So the age of 44 was a life expectancy in low-income countries in 1970. Yeah. What is it now in those low-income countries? Yeah. 40 years? Yeah. 50 years? Yeah. Or 60 years?
0: All right, I've just had enough of this Gapminder crap. It's 60 years, isn't it? Come on, move on. It's got to be.
1: Move on. It has to be 60 years. It has to be 60 years. <laughs> I think also,
0: how many people got that wrong, you know, the, the statistic afterwards? 86. Yes, yeah. these 86% of people probably come onto the website for the first time, have a stab at this question. I don't think they've been going through them methodically like we have in China, Jedi, fine combing through the crap. And, yeah, um, you've got a good point. Yeah. Certainly,
1: when you do, certainly when I initially found this and I did the first couple of questions yeah. to try it out. When you do the general quiz, it takes like the first question of each one. Yeah. Instead of jumbling it all up. Okay. I so see. where so sorry, sorry, it jumbles it all jumbles up. Jumbles all up, yeah. So where we've been going it through uh, goal by goal. Yeah. And we start to notice the patterns. Yeah. Obviously, for those sorts of people. Well, well but we are also discussing it in a lot more depth. It's not like every single person who's doing this survey is sitting there and having a yeah. hot conversation about it.
0: I think we have to be open-minded about this. And I'm sure, um, you know, and it's like they say, statistics, schmatistics. I mean, with statistics, you can bend them in many ways, can't you? To uh, suggest and to agree with a trend or some Hmm. sentence that you want to give, some rhetoric. So in this case, things are getting better again. Suicide rates are down. People are living longer. Absolutely. What are they living in is another question, of course. Um, But
1: yeah. I mean... So I'm um, wow reading this misconception. I'll try my best to summarise it because there's so much here. All right. So uh, people on average live twenty years longer in poor countries today, mm, yeah. mainly because fewer children die. Yeah. So this is the thing we now actually you know we think about so all those Africa adverts and all that stuff. Those. Mm. Um. You know they've got clean water. They've got flowing water, et cetera. The basics. Yeah. Five years ago, almost one in five children die, died before the age of five. And Today, it's, uh, it's less than one in 20. Wow, so there have been amazing improvements, and also we think about diseases such as you know, malaria jabs, etc., yeah. whatever it may be, hepatitis, all those, um, and basic education, vaccination programs, mosquito nets. Pregnancy checks, public health infrastructure, sewage systems in cities, and clean water and safe toilets. I mean,
0: what this says is we should. Where's the United Nations headquarters? Is it Brussels? No, that's um, the EU, isn't it? No, it's Un- in Switzerland. Yeah, where's the United Nations headquarters, listeners? Uh... Oh, they can't speak back, can they? Uh, <laughs> United Nations headquarters. I think you're right. I think Come like on, it's got to be in some. Well, it's headquarters in New York City. There you go. Um, designed by a board of architects, um, led by Will Okay, yeah, so it's headquartered in New York City. Would you believe that? And, uh, well, I'd just say maybe we should all flock there and bow down to this wonderful organisation that is just <laughs> pulling everybody up. Uh, magnificently Uh, not doing any mistakes at all everything is rosy and shining out of you nowhere so let's move on Alex to question number three shall we I'm just going to leave the studio today feeling so happy <clears throat> I'm just, just going go to go around
1: kissing people. I just want you to read the question that I've just selected.
0: <laughs> oh, can I so trust can the I... data? Um, well, yes. It seems right up your alley. Even though there are some uncertainties, since the data used to estimate life expectancy is sometimes collected as seldom as every 10 years, data is more reliable for countries that have civil registration. But Yeah, so, okay.
1: Anyway. It's exactly, is what we've discussed. I just find it quite interesting. Food
0: for thought, isn't it? Yeah This is what we like to to discuss On China Jedi Question three buddy
1: Yeah 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 Of course Of course Um, I do find it interesting That just They actually include that question In all these sort of questions But at Mm -hmm. the end While there's obviously You know A bit about the misconception Why are people having This sort of misconception Yeah And then at the end Can I trust it Yeah Well it's good that it It sort of does does raise that question Rounded argument isn't it Yeah Rounded, Rounded thought scheme Okay so Question three in which countries are people, on average, mm-hmm. least satisfied with their lives? Ooh, low-income countries. Okay, mid-middle-income countries or high-income countries. Well, so, are we saying? So, yeah. Which countries? In, which country? Uh, which countries are people, on average, least satisfied with their lives?
0: Okay, high-income, low-income, or middle-income. Come. Yeah. Come. Okay. Difficult question. I mean, you have yes. you, you got the classic avenue that lots of rich people and stuff like I mean, aren't well, happy. They have everything you think you need to be happy, but
1: but there's also that classic argument. You know, there's the class. There's that classic joke and all that stuff. Oh, first world problems. I can't get my coffee and all. Yes, there's those sorts of jokes around it. I I could easily I could see it's any of them. Because yeah. at the same time, you could say, well, low-income countries, they've learned to live with what they don't have, and they've adapted to life, et cetera, and they move on. But we also think about, because we're also thinking about good health and well-being, think about that first question where it was to do with suicide rates. Yeah. I could, you know, it's fair to say, obviously maybe this is me being ignorant now, I would say high-income countries have larger suicide rates. Oh, wow. So does that then relate... So, least satisfied with life. Is that the word least satisfied? Yeah. So, least satisfied okay. with their lives. That's what okay. it says. On average, so on average, least satisfied with their lives.
0: I'm trying to also think of the agenda of like the United Nations, maybe even Gapminder here about, you know, painting everything rosy. Which one? <laughs> there would, one
1: be, a, would be a fourth option then, none. But, but yeah, which
0: one <laughs> would you think would be rosy? Where do they want us? They probably want us in the middle, don't they? So, I, I reckon potentially. The middle ground is what they're going to suggest is the most satisfied. So okay. it's not. Going to, I'm going to get rid of that because everyone wants us to fudge into middleness and oneness. There's unity within just being the same. Okay. So, which of course I completely disagree with. Unity is all about diversity. And um, Attenborough yeah, yeah. researchers need to bring Attenborough in. Talks about the lack of diversity now in nature, yeah. and it's and it's obvious. Caught its links into society and the problems we're having with weather and things like this. So I'm going to go with, um, I, I think they're going to say that being too rich might be a problem because they don't want us too rich.
1: That's what I think. Too
0: rich means you have too much power. Money brings power. And um, I think the United Nations are creating this idea, ideology for future generations to attach to these 17 sustainable goals that I was talking about. I think they probably want us
1: in the middle. So I'm going to go with... Rich, you're gonna go. I, I, I would agree with that, okay. I think that link because that links to what I, what I was saying with the first one. Go um, on, yeah. let's That's see. High income countries, we're wrong. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Great, I love it. Yeah, come on. So, what is high, it? Low income countries, okay. it's low, which Which makes sense because it's, it does it's make tough sense. though. But then, how are you basing this decision? Are you comparing yeah. it? Because if we compare with our neighbors. That's not... Like, it's tough to say, because how are you going to base it on terms of satisfaction? Do you go around person to person and say, on a scale of 1 to 10, are you happy? Mm. What's and also, what's sense? their content... And everyone that has an interpretation of their own of that question. So it says, I mean, many of the rich are unhappy, but... Yeah. There are unhappy people in all incomes, <sighs> but generally, in richer countries, there are fewer of them on average. So on average... So just, it's, it's tough to say. I think but this is a very difficult
0: question. I think there's too many parameters. I don't think yeah. they should ask a question like this, so quite frankly.
1: Our, on, so, yeah, we're saying... It's a it stupid out, question. On average, people in richer countries report higher life satisfaction than those in poorer countries.
0: But those people in higher-income in higher countries probably have time to oh, even wow. think about doing a feedback form or some way where they collect this data. Whereas, you know, poverty... People there. I mean, many of them might not even access to this. I, where do they get this data from? But this, go on. I'm glad you've raised yeah. that question because I smell a fish.
1: I found a link, go on. and it links to their sources. Are you looking to further your career in education? Teach Now offers convenient online teacher preparation and master's degree program completed anywhere in the
0: world. Reach Now for Teach Now. Ain't no time for defeat now. Teachers get off your seats now. Future generations need you now. Work with people all over the world in a collaborative, activity based teaching environment. To learn more, visit teach
1: now.edu. Expertise that is really outside of the box. So, this is going to be obviously, we don't have time to sort of yeah. discuss more about sort of it. Near. But they've linked a few different articles and I mean, there's a lot of information to try and paraphrase. Uh, Our world in data is something that's been referenced. Um, I think this question... happiness report, there's loads of different... Yeah, there's dodginess here, mate. I mean, they've they've included a link to talk about different sources that they've come from. So I think there's an element of truth, but as you were saying, the Himalayan salt.
0: I think so on this one, yeah. So anyway, if you answered... Medium, low or high, listeners, you all get a point. Um, Everyone's a winner. (laughs) In our books. books. Everyone's a winner, even if
1: you're an idiot. Question four. Moving on. Uh, So question four. Worldwide, how many babies are born with a trained health worker present? Oh,
0: right. Worldwide, how many babies are born with a trained worldwide health health worker? With a trained health worker present. Very, okay, very of course very useful um, and having a baby to have someone around who knows what they're doing so
1: you'd hope yeah <laughs> um, but less than 30% mm-hmm. around 50% yeah or more than 70% uh, the last one isn't it come on it yeah I mean it's the last mm-hmm. one come on United yeah. Nations pushing forward yeah cool done okay yeah I mean uh, any surprises I don't I don't <laughs> 87% of people answered wrongly when educated health staff, when when educated health staff help deliver babies, it massively reduces the risks to um, mm-hmm. for both mothers and babies. Mm-hmm. I mean, we know that's the case. We know the importance of of healthcare. Um, oh, there's a video. Ooh, maybe for another. That's uh, so many... yeah.
0: Well, podcasts don't do too good with videos. I gather. Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, no, they don't. No... <laughs> <laughs> they just don't
1: work. Um, oh wow! I mean, the questions we've got here. So. So apparently, oh wow, so most people believe that a majority of the world's population are stuck in poverty with no access to basic, basic health care. This was true 50 years ago. Aye. Basic health care is inexpensive today and most mothers get to help during childbirth, mm-hmm. which means that fewer, fewer mothers and babies die. I mean, this is just stating what we know. What so. the, the, the answer was 65%, did you say? So we no, we were correct. So it said um, over sixty-five. So oh, here we go. So it says globally, eighty-one percent of births are attended by a trained health worker. Okay,
0: eighty-one percent. So that's
1: what they're saying, and the sources are UNICEF and
0: WHO. Right. Well, I think it could be better. So let's move on, and 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 I is hope. one of these go, go, good health and well-being sustainable goals, I'm sure, is to bring it up more to one hundred percent. So
1: I I would strongly recommend. I strongly would recommend the listeners to look through this website and actually look at some of the questions they propose, they pose afterwards.
0: Yeah.
1: Because certainly, I mean, this one, you know, how can the numbers of assisted deliveries be so high? Why is it important to be trained? Why is it important to have, you know, there's so many questions around. Get stuck into it. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing we could do. Essentially, we could talk about each question for half an hour or so. Yeah, I mean, Obviously, we don't want to bore
0: everyone profusely. Yeah. But what I would say is, Is there a question about how many people in the world have access to dolphin (laughs) births? Does it have that or not? No. Well, it's useless then, isn't it?
1: Right, question five. Row on, row on, row on. How many Mm -hmm. of the world's one-year-old children today... Well, they've asked them, have they? Yeah, go on. How many of the world's one-year-old children...
0: Ga-ga-goo-goo-goo-goo.
1: Do you mind? (laughs) Stop it. Can I continue? I'm just
0: getting bored of these silly questions. Yeah, go on. This is a good... I think I like this one. Okay, good.
1: How many, of, how many of the world's one-year-old children today have been vaccinated oh. against some diseases? Well,
0: I, I mean, let's be honest. The ramp-up programme for stabbing little children with, <laughs> with dead viruses or even alive viruses has gone well out of hand. And I can... Any parents out there, I'm sure, would at least talk, talk about this with me. And... Mm. If I look at the schedule for our kids, and we haven't given them all of them, we just did the main ones that have been around a long time, hepatitis, um, polio, yeah, one, the MMRs, one, the measles, mumps, rubella. You're looking now over 30 within the first year.
1: Hmm.
0: I think that's ridiculous. I really do. Um, my world might be dirty, and it could be a, it might be, I mean, a, a terrible place, but for me, I, 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 I just think
1: it's, it's a precaution. Yeah, no, in our I mean, it'd be curious to know whether that's going to be rolled out. Whether COVID, the COVID vaccine, will be rolled out to newborns coming. Well, approach. it's coming.
0: Um, my question is, it shouldn't be mandatory. I think that should be up to every parent uh, to make that decision. The problem is, when we're going to get into, you must take this injection. You must put this in this body. Otherwise, you won't be able to access the um, uh, echelons of society that you may want to. I think that is an interesting point that another uh, podcast could certainly focus on that's where I think it takes away our fundamental free rights of being a loving good human being
1: yeah. um, answers then so we've got less than 20% yeah around 50% or more than 80% oh, it, was, it was
0: definitely more than 80% I mean they'll go on this being brilliant thing we stab a load of kids with loads of stuff to make them keep alive for longer I mean that's that's that would be my something yeah so it's, it's going to be, be over that go on flutter it out Green. Yay, let's keep stabbing babies. Yeah, wonderful. (laughs) Can I I just end this? Can I I just put something on this with this big jab debate? Because as a parent of four, you know, I struggle when I take my child to do the the jabs. I just, you know, and I've done a lot of research on this. There is not one study, worldwide research study out there that has looked in to the deleterious effects of vaccinations. Really? There is not one study. And you'd think, wouldn't you, all these people like UNICEF, WHO, United Nations, they've got a bit of cash, right? I mean... That I think... you'd think they would do one study, worldwide study, even if it was fake. You know, just to say, yep, yeah, they're great, bring more of
1: them, keep pumping. Uh, it's, it's weird, though, because then when we think about those sorts of studies, when we, when we say, okay, what, what would the study be, though? I'm playing devil's advocate to your question now. I'm sorry. But... Um, well, this. Would... I had my I had my injections when I was young, mm. and I actually had a I actually had a top up on one of them. I think it was like when I was fifteen or sixteen or so. They found out that I had to do the MMR again mm. because one of them um, one of the vaccination one of them had sort of died off within my immune system. But the fact that obviously life expectancy is increased and, you know, I'm assuming you've also had your, your, your injections when you were a one year yeah. old and all this stuff. And also, I mean, the fact that life expectancy is increased and all these different factors and we don't actually hear about cases. Obviously, yeah. again, mainstream media, I know this is a factor. We don't hear about any cases of, hey, there's a, we found out someone's got polio again. It's been however many years and have yeah. got polio. Yeah. Oh, someone's got polio now.
0: So, yeah, so why question it? I mean, I, my, I would lead, to answer your question, I think there's, um, there's been a lot of talk non-mainstream um, that there is a, a link and, and maybe a very good statistically strong link between the rise of autism and the rise of all these vaccinations. Now, now I just
1: want to go with the headline. I've heard that intro. I just so want to go weird. with one. That's one headline. Just yes. one headline.
0: Because I think to, to tackle these, I want to use the word, Begumov these, these behomoth kind of ideas... I think you need to go in sometimes, use the pun, with a, with a needle, <laughs> with a blade. And this one would be pointing at that. Uh, autism, the rise of autism, um, even maybe the fact the rise of ADHD, all these things as teachers, we start to hear a lot more of in society. Oh, i just drug them up, give them this, give them that. Or you can give them an injection, perhaps. I just like to see, it. I'm on the fence, but I want to see a study. A proper study that's not funded it's, probably by people that actually put those things into the vials that then go into the body. A neutral study.
1: It's interesting. I mean, you're saying pumping them full of drugs and stuff. I know it's less common. I know certainly my teaching experience in the UK, it seems less common. Like you hear about autistic children and they don't necessarily need regulated mentric medication, all this stuff, like even for ADHD and stuff. But certainly when I was, when I was um, a camp counsellor in the US, they had to have that, they were... Receiving aid did you, you say aid. camp counsellor? Yeah. I did Camp America when I was... Um, oh,
0: sorry, camp camp, right. I thought you are a counsellor who's camp. They called them camp camp. We, well... Not that it matters if you were a camp counsellor. That's, that's the terminology they use. Oh, I see. So if, you're, if you are... You're basically, so you're a campy big. So, if you were a gay camp counsellor, you could be called a camp camp counsellor. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: this is where you wanted to go with this point. No, no. <laughs> so, I am just
0: injecting something silly into it. But, but no, make your point because the research is saying. A tangent now. We're moving on, and we need to come back into to camp counsellor. You need to bring this into question number six, please. <laughs> That was some tangent. Um, Question six must be all those bloody injections I've had. Question number six.
1: (laughs) Oh wow! Okay. (laughs) So I actually have knowledge. I have some knowledge on this. So worldwide, there are around 38 million people Mm -hmm. living with HIV.
0: 38 million,
1: yeah. 38 worldwide, there are about 38 million people living with HIV. Mm -hmm. How many of them get anti-HIV drugs? Oh, cripes. Go on. Less than 15%, mm. roughly 30%, or more than 50%. So I do know a lot about <clears throat> HIV. Yeah. I had to, at some point in my life, I had to deliver, deliver an assembly on it. Right, okay. Just because, and there is a lot of misconceptions in education around it. There's actually a lot of misteaching. Particularly in, I found out at my last school unfortunately again it was in the UK so a lot of my experience is going to come from yeah, that yeah, yeah. Um, the, my last school the science team they didn't actually have any knowledge about all this stuff so when we had someone come in who was talking about all the specialists and all these drugs etc how it all works this was the first time they received all this information and what they were told in science was different yeah. in science class was different so I am really interested to know again it's the sort of source element here But... um,
0: Well, it'd be good to know if you think... Because I think the answer is going to be over 50% because they're going to want to say everyone's being looked after. Although I think that's not good enough.
1: I would agree with more than 50% because the rumour has it. If everyone who has HIV has it, if everyone who's got HIV at the moment, um, the potential is that HIV will be eradicated within the next generation because of the whole... um, The suppressive drug, where you basically take a daily tablet and it suppresses the HIV disease. Uh, And basically, after six months, you can have unprotective sex and you cannot transmit it.
0: Just a macro view on this. We're talking about this question, we're talking about a virus, right? Yeah. So, another big, bad virus that's killed a lot of people, ruined a lot of people's lives. Along comes another virus. This was in the 80s, of course, when this went big. Yeah. And now we've got another virus coming. Well, when that virus gets finally obliterated, which is a brilliant thing, what's the next virus <laughs> that's going to come along? Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. there hasn't been one, has there? Uh, huh, tongue in cheek on that. But my point on this, on the, on the AIDS thing is, I think it's going to be uh, more than 50%. But what really annoys me and they've left it to the sick, and we're coming to the end of the podcast, is they should have a D, an answer D, which has more than 80%. And then you would realise that maybe things aren't that rosy. But the fact that it only allows you to say more than 50% suggests that that's a good thing. More than 50%. It's not a good thing. Everyone with HIV, poor people, middle-class people, rich people, they should have access to suppressive
1: drugs to get this t- totally terrible virus down from their life you're absolutely right because when we say this we're saying 38 million people today living with HIV more than 50% of that so we're saying we are saying 19 million people less than 19 million people today living with HIV won't have, don't have access to anti-HIV drugs and they're expensive if, I've that heard, is right? if the last point is correct they're expensive sure, right it depends on where in the world you are which
0: is wrong quite frankly it's wrong it doesn't matter exactly. where you are in the world.
1: It's... I don't... I wish I knew about this. I wish I knew if it was the case in the UK. Because quite frankly, I'd imagine in the UK it should be covered in HIV by, by the NHS. Is it really? It, is must, it? it must be, though. A lot of countries aren't though, are
0: they? But then the NHS this stands for
1: Yeah. Yeah, obviously it's more than 50%. 80, <laughs> wow. Apparently 85% got that wrong, which I would... Which I think emphasises the misconceptions around HIV mm. Well they default um, a lot
0: less people getting the medicine
1: I mean again I'm sure off, off the podcast we can have a conversation about it And there's, there's so much information Like I was blown away when I found out a load of this stuff Well, We're definitely not going to talk um, about that now Of course because um, I know right. So the answer is it's more than 50% Well
0: done United Nations again yeah. You're helping everyone Uh, God, we've got to get a ticket to New York. Oh, no, we can't because of some virus that's stopping us doing that. (laughs) Maybe soon the United Nations will sort it out. Um, Anything you want to say on this before we go, Alex? It's Christmas Um, time. People
1: need to go and have fun. Oh, will the corona... Here's a good question. Shows how relevant. Yeah. Will the coronavirus pandemic impact HIV treatments? Oh, dear. Unfortunately, it will because it's obviously impacting... It's impacting those with cancer treatments, impacting everyone at the moment because you can't be in hospital.
0: Imagine the money. I mean, I remember they can make with these new um, amazing vaccines they're coming up with.
1: Well, before I left, before I left in the UK to come to China, I had to do when I was telling, like, I had to phone all my tutor group to say I was leaving. <laughs> Phoned a student to say, you know, check in, and they will chatting to their mum. Students got um, epilepsy and a brain tumour. Hmm. They had a brain scan booked for basically round about the same sort of time as lockdown started in the UK, which was March. Yeah. When I spoke to them in, uh, when I spoke to them in, I think, in July, they said obviously it was can- the scan was cancelled, and they have no idea when the next when the follow-up scan will be booked. And certainly following the, from those conversations that I had with that parent over lockdown, yeah. it was imperative. it was really important for them to get that scan. And that's just something simple for a child's development. That's just thinking specifically to epilepsy in a child's yeah. development. Quite frankly, there's so much. So any vi- any every virus, every form of treatment is obviously impacted by, by, by COVID. Well, and anyway, I don't know how you feel? Sorry. Yeah. Well, no, no. I, I think <laughs> we'll,
0: we'll call it an end there. But less of that. I mean, we can have many more talks, as I'm sure those listening now have had about the pandemic. Uh, sorry, the, um, the the global pandemic. Um, but for now, let's leave it at that. Merry Christmas uh, to you all. Merry Actors, Christmas. And Happy New Year. Hope we've cleared up um, some misconceptions and you don't feel you're too ignorant, um, (laughs) like the both of us. Um, But till then... (laughs) It's a goodbye from uh, Alex, myself uh, Bob Geldof and David Attenborough and all the research crew. Have a wonderful uh, holiday and um, if you listen to this after the holiday, have a wonderful day. This is China Jedi people. If you're an English speaking teacher from anywhere in the world and you have a bachelor's degree but need an official and accredited teaching license to get a job, get a visa to teach abroad or most importantly to learn all those things you wish you knew before you stood in front of 30 plus students, then reach now to teach now and secure a professional US district to columbia license in as little as nine months online in no time low cost high quality teach now get in the game immediately receive a hundred dollar discount of your tuition by signing up to the teach now program by the link www.teach-now.edu slash china
1: jedi may the smile be with you